See what happens here. Oh. I seen a countdown and then it stopped counting down. No, it's just gone. So we good? Mm-hmm. All right, cool. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Big Tan and Rich Podcast. What up? <laughs> All I got to say. So, uh, hope everyone had a wonderful Christmas holiday and is going to, and is looking forward to the new year. I had a pretty, pretty good Christmas. Kids had a good Christmas. So that's really, uh, what it's all about. What about oh, you, Kenny? Same. Really good Christmas. We haven't actually did all of our Christmases yet, but oh, really? <laughs> yeah, one of them got postponed, so that's going to happen Saturday. Uh, other than that, man, it's been cool. Ate a lot of good food. Got some memorable get memorable gifts. Mm-hmm. Gave away a couple of memorable gifts. Ashton's happy. He's been playing video games for like I don't know how many days straight <laughs> with his friends. You know, he's a straight gamer now, huh? Oh yeah. Like, what level would you categorize your son as? Like the gaming world? Is uh, he like just kind of like a average, like not average in playing, but just like normal, nothing above? crazy i don't know i don't know man he's he's into it for sure because he'll they'll man they bounce i'll say this if this puts anything into perspective like so he'll be playing Fortnite on the on xbox right Mm -hmm. and then he'll be playing roblox on his tablet at the same time yeah and then on his (laughs) on his "Quote unquote backup tablet, which is just his old one that he never <laughs> broke. Backup, it's, it's, it's an old iPad that he's. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just yeah, like three, four years old. But we keep yeah. it like for like when they do electronics day and stuff at like uh, Taekwondo. We don't let him bring the new one. We let him bring the old one. I gotcha. But he was playing like some other game on that one, all at the same time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Does he have a game chair? Not not yet. He has like this little chair that he that he sits in, but it's not like a It's not specific for that. No, he didn't have nothing like a <laughs> gaming PC or none of that stuff yet. Like we're gonna wait a little bit for that. Is he gonna has he got like the lights all around his like <laughs> Not a ton, but he does have a couple a couple things that, that light up. But that's that's all <laughs> it's all in the near future, I already know. Yeah. Man, the the gaming setups that people have now are incredible. So oh, for man, those people that are into it and have that kind of setup, I mean, props to you. It's whatever you want to spend. Yeah. Like I've I've I've, I've been like <laughs> like a like an enthusiast, <laughs> like a, yeah. like, a, like a closet like computer enthusiast for a long time because I've never acted on any of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I've read about, like I, I, I read about this. Like all Seth the time. and I know how much you, you are into that without can, it being weird. Like the thing, I, I've, I've read, I've read enough about it and kept up with. It. I, I could build yeah. a computer. Yeah, like easily. Like I know all the steps. Like I could do it. I've read enough about it, and it's just interesting. It's just one of those things. Like, just like a lot of other things that I always think about doing that I probably never will. You know. <laughs> You know what that reminds me of? All right, so when I was in the military, um, I don't know. I've, I guess they still have this where you can like write letters to people. I remember a while back finding the folder I had of like letters that I've kept from when I was overseas and get mail from. And I remember getting a letter from you that had like a bunch of goals. <laughs> hey, man. And it was funny because I, I believe you've achieved some of them, but some of them were so like out there that I was like, there's no way. <laughs> but it's good to dream. <laughs> I do that to myself. I mean, I do just, I do too. I mean, it's, it's kind of like, I'm a goal, like type person that just tries to, you know, achieve goals, no matter how high I put them up there, you know? So I get it. Um, but I, it just reminded me of that uh, real quick that, um, uh, cause I think at the time you were living in Frank, y- y'all were living in Franklin and stuff. So 
there was a lot of stuff about that and the place that y'all moved into that I was like, no, that never, <laughs> it was cool. <laughs> hey, it's just how it is, man. Like, <laughs> a lot of lists. But yeah, going back to um, the whole gaming and stuff. Now, um, if you want to get like gaming cool stuff on the low, besides Amazon, Five Below is like the spot. Like they have a little corner just full of electronic stuff. And it's like obviously cheap is five dollars and below. So it's like you can make a pretty cool looking gaming setup there with, with a lot of the little stuff that they have. So just a tip there. Yeah, he hasn't he hasn't gotten that far into it, but like his older cousins mm-hmm. like have stuff like that, so I know that's going to be like an ask one day. It's going to be like Mama's Boy. Yeah, It'll what be was the guy's name? Um, <laughs> had the uh, the the chair that was like almost vertical. Oh yeah, I think it was awesome, man. Or I guess horizontal. <laughs> Both. But, uh, yeah, it'll be an investment at one point. That might actually be when I maybe that'll be when I actually build the first one. There you go. That'd be cool. Because I could make something really cool and save, save money putting it together myself. And then Dynamat, the, no, no the gaming room. Hell no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> did you ever dynamite anything since that that car? Oh, since I dynamited the trunk and never put... Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll tell that story one day, I guess. Um, maybe. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, so... Um, what was your, what was, I guess, the favorite gift you got and the favorite gift you gave? Oh, that's interesting. Uh, I got two really interesting gifts and one of them, so one of them didn't actually cost anything. So my mom found my grandma's coconut cream pie recipe on a card that she wrote though like she said she found like actual her actual like handwritten recipe yeah somewhere i don't know where she found it but she gave that to me nice so that was like super cool like i know how much that means to you yeah so definitely not anything i was expecting but like that was that was awesome those are the best like the little unexpected ones Mm -hmm. and then uh mindy got me this Japanese whiskey that's like super super nice. It's the uh, the Yamazaki. It's a twelve year um, single malt from, from Japan, and it's one of those things where like you're happy that somebody did, but you wish they didn't. You know what I mean? Because it's not. It's on the higher end. I'll just say that. So, yeah. But man, is it, it is good as shit. It's so good. <laughs> like it's weird man it, it, I, I'm not one of those dudes who's gonna sit here and try to describe like flavors and all that stuff to you uh-huh. I'm not I'm probably not even there yet I just know what's good I just know what I like and what I don't mm-hmm. it's really really good so that one all that that's gonna be the gift that keeps on giving for <laughs> quite, quite a while I'm gonna try to take you breaking that out on New Year's no nah, it's already open well, I mean, uh, I guess uh, sipping on it on New Year's. Mm, I don't know. I feel like it's more of a, I don't know. It's more of a laid back kind of thing. I gotcha. But yeah, that's 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 what I'm at. As far as what I gave, I'm trying to think. One of the funny, honestly, one of the funniest things. Have you? I'm not sure a lot of people have heard. You've heard of Marcel the Shell? Yeah, yeah. So I remember like when that first was a thing, like like me and Mindy used to crack up about that. Mm-hmm. And I some, somehow, you know, like Facebook and Instagram will send you like these just random stuff will pop up in your phone oh, yeah. advertisements. Yeah, I I uh I fell into the trap on a few yeah. things this Christmas for that because so of that. I, I happen to be looking at this site and this and then this site sells other stuff, but this so happened to pop up on an advertisement a like 
extremely like detailed <laughs> Marcel the Shell like replicate of like, all the things. Yeah. And it even had like the custom little matchbox for it to stay in and like <laughs> little pieces like like little little empty spots for like lint and yeah. a, a nickel and like it's so funny, man. Like the 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 just the the length that they went through to make it like as accurate as possible is hilarious. But it's just one of those things, like you know, like I, I couldn't I couldn't not get it. Like Yeah. It was just so funny. But that that was probably one of the funniest things. <laughs> and then the other stuff, like I try to like a lot of the stuff that she got is stuff she asked for, but then like I try to get gifts like things I don't know, things that we saw like in Hawaii and stuff like that that mm-hmm. we didn't get at the time. Like I try to keep notes on stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. But that's always my favorite thing is to pull out the like I had to order some stuff from the motherland. Yeah. <laughs> the surprise the surprise stuff like that is always the stuff I look forward to giving. It's a great time for gift giving now. Like just going back to the Marcel the Shell thing, like who would ever who would ever thought that you could just find something like that? Mm-hmm. You know, you can find it now. I mean, with either Etsy or, um, like I said, just as it pop up. I mean, that's how I kind of got onto the whole homage thing. And, uh, like for me, a couple of my favorite gifts was, uh, some stuff that my wife got for me with, uh, from homage. Um, like one thing I was like, yeah, this is what I really want, but she got two other things that I wasn't expecting. And I was like, oh, this is cool. And so, um, that and, you know, uh, there's just all kinds of little tchotchke gifts that you can, that just pop up. And obviously they do that on purpose, but, um, but how do they know, man, they know they'd be listening. It's, it's obvious. Like they, they, they know the computers out there, the AI generated shit or the phones listening to you shit. I mean, it's real. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna find out what you like and throw it in your face until you cave in yeah it's one of the same I mean, you search for one thing and it's gonna be in your face 20 but i don't seconds. mind it you know and, like you purchase it yeah <clears throat> i don't mind it if it's something i like because i feel like um if it's not i like make sure i don't see it again i'll either click on it to go away and or not interested in it and yeah so that you know, I don't see them again, and so the stuff that I do want to see, I don't do that, and I can see it whenever. So that's cool. Um, I did a couple, get a couple of things. Uh, one for my mom, and one for my wife. That was like had uh, for my mom. It was like a, a bracelet, like a rose gold bracelet that um, has uh, her nicknames for my kids, and um, oh, that's cool. And it has our dog on there because she considers our dog uh, her uh, grandpup. So, and I know how that goes. <laughs> and then um, got a kind of a, a, a ring that that uh, has Jackson June on there for my wife. That I really liked and and looks cool. And um, I did give my dad some NASCAR stuff because he's you know super into that, and I think he really appreciated, it, especially one. Uh, was like a retro kind of shirt for Bill Elliott, his favorite NASCAR driver. Oh, so no. that was kind of cool. Not Dick Trickle. <laughs> I'm sure you can find some if you want. <laughs> it's out there. Um, and then for me, um, one of the cool gifts I got was that, and I posted, I, I sent y'all a picture in the chat about the Ninja single served um, coffee maker. It oh, does yeah. hot, cold pods and grounds. I've been wanting that because I've gotten tired of Keurigs. Like the whatever it is about Keurig and the pods, they always have this weird taste that I don't like. And so I guess I've become a little bit of a coffee snob and uh, want to just it? have something, get a single cup of coffee with fresh grounds. And so I was really appreciative of that. <laughs> To have that now in well, the it's house, it's better, yeah. Because like we, 
I guess I don't I don't mind like the pods, but the um like for the Keurigs, like the little pod that you can buy where you can like refill it yourself mm-hmm. with your own grounds. Like I definitely do prefer that because I got I got her like one of those real small Keurigs mm-hmm. uh, a couple years ago. And she'll pull it out and use it. She, we just don't do coffee as much as we used to, but um, I, I do prefer using your own coffee. And like we have a grinder and stuff too, so I like to grind my own coffee. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's just fresher. So I, I definitely get what you're saying. Like I don't, it's different. Yeah, I don't. It's not that I minded any of the pods or anything like that. I mean, I never. Really, I guess when I'm drinking stuff like from something like that. I guess I'm really not thinking too much about like having the finest cup of coffee. It's more about just like <laughs> getting caffeine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So like I kind of cut back a lot of my coffee, so I don't drink as much. So when I do, it's only like typically four to eight ounces and that's it for the day. So I want that small amount the fuck? to be nice. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I mean, Four I used to drink coffee ounces. a lot. I mean, a lot. And then... Um, this man said four to eight ounces. Yeah, that's Jesus. all. Today Jesus. was a little bit more, but... Jesus um, unless I get Unless I do cold, I'll get like a, a... Like, when I do cold or iced coffee, I'll get a little bit more. Mm. I drink that faster. I don't know how people do it, man. What's your what's your intake? Just caffeine in general or coffee? Or just yeah, if you do coffee. Ah, if I if I was doing coffee, it would be it, I don't like I said I don't do as much coffee. But I mean, I can, I can drink 3 cups of coffee at breakfast. <laughs> like if we go out for breakfast and I get coffee, like I'm yeah. drinking like at least 3 cups of coffee. Now if I'm eating, that's the other thing. Usually my like coffee is like on the go or as soon as I get to the office at work. And just to start the day, but if I'm eating, I'll sit and probably let them refill it a few times and drink it. And that's why I don't I don't drink it at work anymore because that's where I used to get in trouble. Like I would just pass by the break room, smell it, drinking coffee. <laughs> and now, like we don't have like coffee just brewing at work, but we do have. God, every every office we have probably has multiple Keurigs, so like mm-hmm. I can make coffee at any point. But like because I go to the gym after work. I only mm-hmm. do caffeine like first, first, first thing in the morning, like when I first get up. Mm-hmm. And then my pre workout, and that's it. Cause like, yeah. I don't, I don't want to push the limits of like human caffeine consumption. So <laughs> it's just like between that one dose of caffeine in the morning and my pre workout, like I, yeah. really, I really should not have any more. Yeah. Just to be, Hundred percent honest, like that. I'm at, I'm at like the <laughs> what's considered dangerous, the maximum amount that you should have in a day. And I'm like, I'm like, I found out what that was at one oh. point, and, and you were you were there, was, yeah, that I was going to ride the line. Oh wow! Well, at least not go past it, but usually I'm right there. Oh wow! <laughs> but well, I've had I've been on caffeine so long, like my tolerance. Is ridiculous. Like, like for for instance, yeah. like I can get to the gym at seven o'clock. I had my pre workout at probably like six thirty, and it's got like <sighs> maybe almost four hundred milligrams of caffeine in it. Oh shit! And I <laughs> and I can still go to bed at like ten thirty. Yeah. I would not be able to do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it took me a while to get to that up. point, but that's the thing. now if I were to take that and not go to the gym. And then I'm fucked. Like I might be up until two o'clock th- at that point. <laughs> but as long as I, as long as I, you know, harness the energy and use it, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. But there are times, uh, times that in. where I haven't. So yeah, that might be me on New Year's. Hey man, ain't nothing wrong with some caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um. I guess uh, we're going to transition into some football talk. Let's go. 
um, getting close to the playoffs now, and so a lot of uh, things shaping up. More teams eliminated. Like then, uh, you know, we had the probably one of the biggest games of the year, the Ravens and 49ers this weekend, which ended up not being that great of a game because the Ravens just put the hammer on the Niners. A lot of turnovers by interceptions by Brock Purdy. And yeah, a couple uh, of them weren't his fault. A couple of them were tips. Like, I think at least, yeah. at least two of them were tips. Yeah. And I know at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because it's, it's still an interception, but. I feel like the tips sometimes kind of are kind of shitty sometimes. Yeah. But it was, it was going into it. You got the both, uh, the AFC and NFC one seeds that, uh, you know, a lot of people are saying Super Bowl and, um, possible Super Bowl preview. And, um, you know, we talked about the logo last week. I ain't going to mention it again. <laughs> But um, I think another thing that kind of stood out was the you know the Lions and Dolphins clinching their division, which they haven't done in a long, long time. Yep. I'm the, I, I'm with that though. I like I like the change. Mm-hmm. That's the crazy thing is like the Dolphins really even weren't. It was they they're, of course they were on the radar, but like on a lot of people's picks for divisions, not a lot of people picked the Dolphins. Yeah, because. Everybody was still in love with the Bills. Who yeah. are kind of had a, they've had a crazy, crazy year, but they're kind of uh, catching fire now. Yeah. And um, the Dolphins and Ravens play this week, by the way. So that would be for the one seed, uh, AFC one seed there. So that'll be, that should be a good matchup to watch. Uh, might even be, is that a primetime game? It might be the Sunday night football game because tonight is the last Thursday night football game, and I don't think there's a Monday night game. I do enjoy the Saturday NFL games, though. I do too, especially since college is, uh, you know, we're getting into bowl season now or games now. But uh, last weekend and this weekend, it's cool to see some Saturday NFL action. And and uh, speaking of which, the Chiefs. I think that's another storyline watching them fall to the Raiders like they did and um just don't look very good right now even though they're leading uh, the AFC West and um I was going to say like their record's not terrible and I'm not ready to like hit a panic button on them as like a organization I guess like a lot of people I are. bet they are hitting the panic button though uh, you this is the thing you're not you're not going to, you're not going to win them all. And even historically, like these teams, like it's very hard after winning a Super Bowl to like be back in there, and they've done it consistently. Mm-hmm. And like even even New England couldn't do it all the time. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. And they're not stacked like New England was. Like they they they've been having a lot of letdowns especially like on the offensive side yeah so it's just it is what it is for them i think they have lost some close games they Um, have but like at the same time like they're going to though they're those games like that they're gonna lose because they don't have the guys that are gonna make those catches Mm -hmm. mahomes can make the throws his guys are letting them for the most part his guys have been letting them down yeah, Mahomes is still him. Yeah, but uh, the surrounding cast is not not great. <laughs> and I don't know what that's going to take. If it's just more time, because he's got some. Even young Kelsey's guys. been kind of. He has not doing much. I think though. I think that's just a product of the other guys. To be honest, yeah, like, he's he probably made... getting triple teamed and. Oh, he and he is, and should he have been making? Should... He's had drops too, though. Yeah, but the coverage has been tight on him. You know, they're just, it's very easy at this point when you can, the evidence is there of these guys dropping these passes. And mm-hmm. it's almost like, we know, we know your weapon that you can count on. We're going to try to take him out. Mm-hmm. So now you have to rely on these guys. And if you are going to throw it to Kelsey, it's going to be difficult, difficult, difficult throws in most yeah. cases. So it's, I think it all, it's all, it's, it's all 
a product of the same problem. But what's honestly. crazy is, uh, but two weeks ago, the Chiefs have not clinched, even at nine and six. Well, they still have the uh, the Raiders right there. It's possible that the Raiders. Um, it is possible mathematically that they could win the division. Oh my god, that would be so crazy! <laughs> that would be wild. If anybody put money on them to win the division, then congrats. Hey, props to, them. to you. You're going to make some money. Um, I don't think it'll happen. I think the Chiefs. Uh, I mean, they're playing Cincinnati this week, so that could potentially be a weird matchup for them. Um. They should and, they should win out because it's them and then it's the Chargers the next week. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> so, and then uh, the Jaguars losing what their four straight. They're the yeah, four seed currently and leading the AFC South, but the Colts and Texans are both eight and seven as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that they a couple of teams play each other. I want to say the Colts, I think we looked at it last week, as the uh, tiebreaker. Well, I guess not since they don't have them. I guess it goes by division record. So I feel like if Stroud comes back that the Texans could potentially take the division. Yeah, that would be wild. Because they're playing the Titans this week. I don't suspect them losing to the Titans. Well, they've got a lot to play for. So Yeah. And it's, it's in Texas, right? Yeah, yeah, it's in Houston, and um, so they they do expect CJ Stroud to be back, but it's not official or anything. And then who do they play? And then they, oh man, they play the Colts last game of the season. Yeah, so that that's going to determine one the playoff spot, that last wild card spot, and two could potentially if the Jaguars lose out, that would be the. They had the champion there and would go all the way up to the four seat. That would be wild. That would be. <laughs> I still like when those games end up meaning something, though. Oh, yeah. And that's that's why they do them. I mean, that's why they have those division games typically the last week oh, yeah. with those kind of things. And um, Bills, Bills and Dolphins play last game of the season, too. Yeah. That could so. be. Depending. Yeah. That, uh, no, the Dolphins won the. The East, yeah, yeah, that's right. So I guess they can't. Uh, but yeah, the Bills are, there. the Bills are uh, right now the sixth seed. Um, and um, they're playing pretty well right at the moment. They kind of got, you know, some juice back, and they have the Patriots uh, this week, and um, and which they better beat. Like, come on. Yeah. Can't believe the Broncos got beat by the Patriots. That was wild. Well, before we get to the Broncos, the Browns is right here at the five seed. They are at ten and five and have a have a lot going for them with Joe Flacco. Mm-hmm. I know we mentioned it in our chat and on on the pod last week, but Flacco's out there looking like it's, looking elite. It's it's only a matter of time. <laughs> <laughs> Could Flacco be their savior? No. Because I imagine a savior in what way? What do you? What, do we, what does that mean? I I would say if you're a Browns fan and you get a playoff win this year, that's a big deal. Because I don't know when was the last time they were even in the playoffs. It's been a minute. And so to get a playoff win, it's got to be. A while, while back. I think, I think if you're a Browns fan, if you can get a playoff win, that'd be huge. Uh, I don't see it happen. I think um, I'm not. You don't see them having a playoff win. No, I'm not. I'm not getting on that train. <laughs> yeah, because uh, they play in the first round. I'm betting against them. Let me see if they have who who would play who yet. No. Yeah, there's still a lot to be determined on, especially in the AFC. So, um, 
the Colts have the last wild card. We already talked about the Bills, and we talked about the Texans. Bengals, Steelers, Raiders, Broncos are all right there in the mix, too. Um, Broncos are seemingly waving the white flag here. Benched uh, Russell Wilson today. Saying those, uh, you know, do some money and do, you know, they want to move on from him and all this stuff. And I think it's very odd considering that they still could get a playoff spot. Yeah, I don't, man, that's, that's a tricky, that's a tricky deal in Denver. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what they got going on in Denver, to be honest. They well, started, I mean, they started to have a little resurgence, but then, yeah. They um, lost last week, and I think that just maybe was the deciding factor. I don't know, but they're the, they're not eliminated from. Well, the Patriots have been one of one of the bottom teams of the of the league pretty much the entire year. Mm-hmm. So it could have been one of the straws that broke the back. You know, like it's tough when you when you lose to a team you shouldn't lose to. Yeah, that's uh, what you love about the NFL. You got to put the bad teams away. Um, and so there's there's uh four teams in the AFC that's eliminated: Patriots, Chargers, Titans, and Jets. So we don't really not much to talk about on any of them. In the NFC, we have we mentioned the Niners. The Eagles are now the two seed currently. Uh, with the Cowboys right behind them and the uh, chasing them for the uh, NFC East, who also lost, in, which is in like perfect Cowboys form. <laughs> oh yeah, losing at the end of the season to good teams, like yeah, can't wait till they lose in the first round of the playoffs. That'll be great. <laughs> I did hear something about uh, them wanting to extend Dak Prescott. To a, I it was he, almost like a fifty-something million a year is what I think I read. I thought he already had a deal. He did, but I guess they want to, like, I guess they want to redo it. I don't know. I mean, look, he's played really well this year. He has. So I mean, that and Jerry Jerry likes him, seemingly. And that's the thing, like, he has his guys. As long as they're performing well, I feel like he's going to take care of them. Like, yeah, yeah, because Dak is um, currently fifth in passing yards. I give a lot of credit based on like how last year finished out to this year. It's been a pretty big difference. Yeah, I don't know what the difference is, but yeah, because they 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 almost kind of seem like they have the same team, right? Yeah, but. Uh... Coach is calling the uh, offensive plays now. I believe. I just, I'm just trying to think who from the Cowboys, other than Dak, playing better. I mean, we all knew CD Lamb was good. Wouldn't yeah. I, I? Don't think he's doing anything. I mean, he's playing excellent, but I don't think it's anything extraordinary. Um, well, like he was, he had he had kind of similar stats last year, I believe. I mean, I think one big piece of it though is a lot of people wanted wanted to see more of Tony Pollard and him in like a... But he's kind of fell into the background. He has, but like the beginning of the season, though, like he was pretty significant. So C.D. Lamb's actually right behind Tyreek Hill in yards. And then he's got nine touchdowns. So maybe he... Lamb's going to be going off, but they've had a lot of... They've had a lot of contributions, though. Like the Cooks has been good um, for them. Who else? Um, uh, Gallup has yeah. had a decent season. And I don't mean like statistically. I don't mean necessarily like statistically. I mean more of like they've been making plays during these yeah. games to, to put teams away. So they've had a lot of contributions, I feel like. Their defense hasn't been what a lot of people expected it to be in some cases. Not yeah. just for good teams. Yeah, yeah. So there's that. The Cowboys has kind of been that way lately where one season is the offense, the next is the defense. Mm-hmm. And they haven't quite been able to put that together. So 
I don't know if that's a coaching thing or if it's personnel. I, I couldn't tell you. But it's kind of odd when, yeah, some of those things don't change very much, and you're like, what is going on? Yeah, I guess, you know, kind of on the outside looking in and not really covering the team or, you know, it's kind of hard to to say what's, you know, like, like you know, Dak Prescott is playing good. CeeDee Lamb's the elite receiver, which he was last year, in my opinion. Um, that Jake Ferguson, I think, is one that I kind of, like, I'm looking at their stats right now. He's actually second in receiving behind CeeDee Lamb. And he's, I believe, a rookie or a second-year guy. So, I mean, yeah. that's somebody that's probably stepped up for them. But I mean, um, Tony Pollard's day, just kind of been average. At the end of the day, they still suck. So, <laughs> that's what it boils down to is we won't, still be, talking about them. We won't be talking about them. <laughs> much longer. In a few weeks. Nah. All right, what about the Detroit Lions? They clinched the North. Uh, good to see. They're the three seed at the moment. And... Um, there was a cool video I seen of them. There's a couple of guys that's been on the team so long that they were, uh, or they're older tenured guys that's been on the the, the Owen sixteen team and now they're in the playoff game, or are going to play in a playoff game. I think that was kind of cool to see. Even their head coach, I believe, was a Detroit Lion at one point. I just wonder who sat them down and like explained to them like what the playoffs was and like how it works. <laughs> yeah. They probably needed a refresher because they, because they ain't even they ain't even caught the they ain't even caught a cent yeah on a playoff game in a long time so I I'm happy for them man because that's any of those any of those fan bases that have been down bad for a long time like yeah I'm I'm happy for them and like I was hoping that they would have been one of those teams that would have been able to carry their success through the season. And, you know, they've had ups and downs. Mm-hmm. I, because of that though, I'm really not sure how far they're going to be able to make it in the playoffs. Yeah. Cause I mean, I don't know, man, they play, if they end up playing like, I don't know, like the 49ers, or if they play, who was who else? Um, well, right Eagles. now, I'm just saying, like if they yeah. end up running into one of those teams, I don't feel. I like, don't see them being beating those two teams. I don't see very many I, people beating them, anyways. Yeah, the Eagles, they might have a fair shake against the Eagles because they've been the same. They've been kind of on the downslide right now, anyways. Yeah. The 49ers, though, I, I just think I don't know the thing if the Ravens. And you know, sometimes coaches are like this, like. They really that that win wasn't really going to mean much for them. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes coaches, I don't know if they're just like well, they they anticipate possibly playing them. And they didn't want to show them stuff. I don't know. It just seems odd, honestly, that they got beat like that. I don't know if there's anything to it. Probably not. But I just don't think the Lions are going to be able to make it through. Like the top NFC teams. So if they're currently the three seed, then they'd probably be playing just a wild card team first round, uh, which could be the Bucks, Rams, Seahawks at the moment. I wouldn't want to play the Rams. Yeah. Rams are playing good. Oh, right well, now the Vikings, too. Packers, Saints, Falcons, Bears are all still, it's crazy. The Bears are still in the hunt. Okay. But, um, The Lions play the Cowboys this week, and then they play the Vikings again. So they have two pretty tough games coming up. And, I mean, likewise for the Cowboys, they play in the Lions um, this week. So that could be some some playoff seeding there. And then uh, the four seed currently is the Buccaneers. But that's just because they're leading the NFC South at the moment at eight and seven. But um, Saints and Falcons are both seven and eight, right behind them. Anything could kind of give there to win that division. <laughs> Similar to the AFC South, I mean, you could see the Bucks going from the four seed all the way down to to out. <laughs> the Saints don't have no. They don't. They don't have any. No juice. No. No business. Being in the playoffs, and the Saints and Bucks play each other this week. Yeah, so. I'm sure. I'm sure that I, I, it's they're going to get beat. 
and that's going to be a wrap. You know, I haven't looked um, until maybe yesterday at um, Baker Mayfield's stats are pretty damn good. I've been telling y'all, man, like he's playing pretty good. And this, so this is the thing, like the, the setup that I see a picture happening is Saints are going to lose this week. And I don't care, honestly. But <laughs> next, care week, a little bit. next week they play the Falcons and I do care about that game. Like I do want them to beat the Falcons and make that just a non-existent thing. <laughs> so just completely... Play spoiler a little bit. Oh yeah, I, I mean, out of, out of all the teams in the division, the Falcons are the ones I dislike the most. So, oh really? Yeah. Never. That's interesting. Never been a never been a fan of the Falcons. Damn dirty birds. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Baker Mayfield has uh, almost thirty six hundred yards passing, twenty six touchdowns, and only eight interceptions. I feel like he, he might pretty have solid. Might have found a spot, man. Uh, his leading receiver is Mike Evans, who, if Seth was on the pod tonight, would be saying the best receiver to ever play in the NFC South. 13 touchdowns on the year. Leading the league, I think, in touchdowns. Pretty wild. I mean, ten, well, nine or ten consecutive 1,000-yard seasons. It's hard. I mean, honestly. For it's Mike hard, Evans. It's hard to argue with that. Yeah. I can't really off the top of my head name of anybody that's name anybody that's better. Yeah. Like I can name some top wide receivers and I bet that they didn't have that many well, good seasons. Like Marcus Colston, like he's yeah, who comes to mind to me as well. But he but didn't he, play very long. No, he didn't, and he was never like never that consistent like that. And yeah. um I mean Joe Horn, but I don't think he put up the stats like even Marcus Colston did. Or uh, I mean, definitely Mike, hadn't Mike like Evans. Ma- Michael Thomas could have been, but he's that he's exactly that. Like he's a he's a could have been. Yeah, he was for a, fu- a couple seasons, but then after that, you know. Yeah, he was. That's, that's the thing about Mike Evans is that he's done he's, it for ten straight <laughs> or nine straight. He's been consistently great. Yeah. So I don't think there's been anybody as consistent as him. For as long as him, I mean, he. What comes to mind to me, recent, I guess, more recently, is Andre Johnson. Andre Johnson had his first ten years was just incredible. Yeah, and he's on the Hall of Fame ballot uh, still. He's in the top fifteen, so he could. Uh, it's crazy if you looked at the 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 fifteen finalists. They have to get. They have to break. Ah, shit. They have to get it down to five. And you look through those 15 finalists, you're like, any one of these could be Hall of Famers. And Andre Johnson's in there. That's crazy. Good for him, though. I think the NFL's really getting into, like, this era of of uh, football greats that it's just like, we can't. It's going to be a really big deal if you're a first ballot Hall of Famer uh, for the next few years. Just because there's so many good people on the ballot. <laughs> But um, going back to the playoff pitcher, uh, you mentioned uh, you would hate to play the Rams, but they're the sixth seed currently. They got some juice going. They, uh, I don't think really many. It's on that many people's radar, but they can make some noise. That's the problem, man. I feel like I don't, I don't see them making it to the Super Bowl by any means, but I feel like they could they could take a team out. Yeah, depending on how the seeding goes, like. Maybe not a top tier team, but one of these like man, like let them play the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. That's that's got that's got spoiler written all over it. Definitely. I mean, or if they end up playing, uh, they'd play the Eagles or Lions. I think I if... say, they could they could spoil the Lions party too. Yeah, the Eagles should be able to beat them, but like, I, like a lot of those teams, like. Outside of the 49ers, I feel like they could beat if they play their potential like they have lately, like they could probably beat the majority of those teams. Yeah. So yeah, they're kind of scary. It's weird to say because at the beginning of the year, you're just like, oh man, this team is done. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, cool. A team that's the seventh seed, I believe, is kind of done too. The Seahawks. Mm. They just uh, they had some juice and it's gone now. Nah. I mean they they lucked up and beat the Titans, which they probably shouldn't have won that game. But the Titans are so damn bad that they ended up losing the game. <laughs> uh, but they did not impress me seeing them in person. Um, you know, and I've been I've been pulling for them all year. But after watching them Sunday, I'm like, man, I don't think they're going to be able to even get in the playoffs. No. I like the they're... same thing can be said about the eight seed currently well, the, on the bubble team. They're not in the uh, the Vikings and Packers. Yeah. No, I feel like they're cooked. Yeah. And then you got the Saints and Falcons, which we already mentioned. And then the, somehow the Bears are still in this thing. Nah. Uh, six and nine. I guess that would only be if... Yeah, I guess if the Rams Seahawks were to lose out and they win out. Yeah, I just don't see it happening. Yeah, that's a if uh that's one of those things I don't even feel like that's even worth a discussion. They have a 1% um chance yeah. currently. Uh, this yeah. is playoff prob- probability 1%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not even worth discussion. Yeah. And then uh, eliminated the Panthers, Cardinals, Commanders, Giants, who all suck and we won't talk about them. But that's it. That's the league. Playoff pitchers shaping up. Definitely have a lot more after this week of slate of games. And uh, some pretty good matchups to look forward to this week. I agree. So, I guess uh, before we get out of here, who would you consider MVP at the moment? I guess we'll do AFC, NFC. Or I guess, no, it's league MVP, right? So yeah. I was trying to I was trying to think of who that would be and it's tough right now. Uh it's probably I mean I don't see it going to anybody other than a quarterback. I don't care. Like I'm not <laughs> mm-hmm. even gonna get into that discussion because I don't feel like it's even worth most of the time it just doesn't feel like it's even worth yeah. talking about. I'm gonna I'll have to say Lamar Jackson, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, and and what's crazy is uh, like I wasn't really even thinking about him at the moment, but he's definitely, I think, yeah, he should be the front runner at the moment. And then especially with the way that they beat the Forty ers and like I know Brock Purdy wasn't on a lot of people's radar, and he definitely won't be now. I mean, I feel yeah. like he had the moment, and yeah. if he would have won and been great, then yeah, he probably would be MVP uh, front I, runner. I think if you if you compare their performances. In that game, I feel like that widened the gap. Yeah, for Lamar Jackson, if we're looking at just them, I mean, yeah, I would. Uh, you know, now that you mentioned, I would have to agree that he's got to be the front runner with maybe, maybe even Dak or Jalen Hurts second, third. I would. Say, I mean, Jalen Hurts would have been one of those dudes this year that I thought would have been a front runner. I think a lot of people did, but he's had a weird season. He has, and Dak too, man. Like. Dax has some good games, and he could still. It's it's honestly, and I God, it just hurts hurts me. I don't even want to say it out loud. <laughs> I don't even know if I can, but it's probably close between Lamar Jackson and and uh, Dak Prescott. Yeah, to be closer honest. than between them two versus. Uh, what about Tua? Mm-mm. Think he's more I, of a. I just pilot. feel like I'm not saying like there's nothing. Uh, he's ha- he's played very well this year, but mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of their success has been predicated on their their run game this year, more so than him. I mean, he's made this, but don't get me wrong. Like he's made some good throws, yeah, and things like that. But I don't know if it's. I don't know, man. Like take him out put somebody else in versus like, I don't even feel like he's the MVP on his own team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like like Tyreek Hill's the MVP on, on the, on the dolphins. Yeah. Because their offense looked quite a bit different when he was out. And when he was, when he was not a hundred percent. Yeah. That's a hundred percent. Well, you know, the only other, you mentioned Tyreek, he might, him and Christian McCaffrey might be the only two, um, 
non-quarterbacks that I would say could be in the running for yeah, it's, MVP. It's, it's, it's very much the same because, like, look at some of those games that the 49ers lost. Like, Purdy was still there, but when McCaffrey wasn't playing and when um, Debo weren't playing, that was a whole different look. Yeah. So, and, I mean, that's part of it. I mean, I, I don't I don't want to discredit, like, what a, what a quarterback's able to do, but, like, I'm just saying, like, that's just – significant difference when some of those guys are missing Mm -hmm. to me it almost makes them feel a little bit more important yeah you know it's kind of crazy uh i mean i know this is kind of how the league is going but i'm just looking at rushing stats there's only five no four guys that are over a thousand yards and three of them are barely over a thousand yards and there's going to be probably another four or five that get over a thousand yards but even with the added extra game that's kind of wild to me. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, it's just that's how offenses are. And, you know, it's one of those things, like, that's how it is now. But, you know, that shit will change at some point. Yeah. There'll be a couple guys that'll come out that'll be, like, absolute studs. And, like, we'll, 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 see, we'll see dudes with, like, 1,500-plus yards again at some point. Yeah. Well, I mean, McCaffrey's got 13-something. It was almost fourteen. He got thirteen ninety five, so he's he's probably going to get to the fifteen hundred mark. Um, and then yeah, like I said, there's there's another four or five that might get there if they have you know another good game or two here. Um, what's crazy to me, I didn't even realize this is that Raheem Mostert for the Dolphins is leading in touchdowns with eighteen. That's what I'm saying, man. They've been they've been killing it with the and he's got game. a thousand yards rushing. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like with with the Dolphins, I don't even like. I feel like there's been so much emphasis on the run game. I just I don't know if I could really. Uh, yeah, Tua, Tua isn't on my. Is everybody's contributing in that offense, and you right. can't say that it's Tua's no. because of Tua. It's because coaching and having good players. His play. And this is the thing. Don't get me wrong. Like, his play has been great in a lot of games, but. He is leading the league in passing yards too, by the way. To a, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not discrediting him, but like, I just don't feel like he's been. I feel like he's been great, but maybe not like, yeah, exceptional. Yeah, yeah. And Tyreek Hill. I mean, he's. They were thinking that he might have been able to get to that 2,000 yard receiving season, but it doesn't look like that now. Yeah. Still possible with him if he plays both games. But I think it's one of those things when they're looking at MVP, like they do look at stats, but they're also looking at like how are you winning these games and how are you losing the games? Yeah. That kind of deal. And I think that's that's gonna be the thing that kind of like puts Lamar Jackson over the top. Yeah. I think so too. And like statistically, I mean if Purdy if Purdy would have kept cooking and didn't have those games, like what was it, like two or three games they dropped in a row yeah. or whatever they slid, like if if that didn't happen, yeah, and if he would have at least played better against the Ravens, there might have been a shot for him. Yeah, because he's I, second in the league with passing touchdowns at twenty nine, and second in passing yards with four thousand fifty. Because I don't I don't want to take anything away from him either, but like. In a game that big with that kind of performance, that hurt. Mm-hmm. And in the games where he didn't have his weapons, yeah, it looked like a completely different type deal. Where I mean, you could you could expect some drop off, but like it was significant. So I don't, yeah, I don't see. It's, no, yeah, it's, I think it's Lamar's Lamar's to lose, and it would take a lot for Dak to win it. I think at this point, looking at Dak's stats. He's got 30 touchdowns and seven interceptions. That's pretty damn good with uh, thirty almost 3,900 yards. I mean, so that's he's good. That's very first good. in passing touchdowns and fifth in passing yards. And, of course, they're winning games. Jared Goff has actually got some good stats, too. Um, sneakily got almost 4,000 yards, 27 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. So he's kind of sneakily up there. He's got better stats than Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I, I mean. I, I feel like Lamar Jackson. I gotcha. 
Yeah, because yeah, I think he means the most to the team. Mm-hmm. And if we're going on that, his stats aren't great, but if they didn't have him, they wouldn't be anywhere close to where they are now. Yeah, I think that I think that's the thing is like you have to be the most valuable player on your team first mm-hmm. to be considered. And like Dak, probably Dak, Dak, I would say Dak is on the Cowboys, mm-hmm. and Lamar Jackson is on the Ravens. And I feel like, I feel like they're like the top two candidates for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not shitting on Tua or like his accomplishments because he's had a hell of a season. Yeah, I'd probably I just, put Tua probably sixth in MVP. It's just one of those things where like we've seen the offense without Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm kind of makes it seem like Tyreek Hill makes a little bit more of a difference. Yeah. And yeah, actually, actually, since you mentioned that, I'd probably put Tyreek over him. So I would, so if I had to do a one through seven right now, it'd be Lamar, Dak, uh, Jalen Hurts. Then, uh, wait, who am I missing quarterback wise? I don't even know. If, I don't even know if I'd have Jalen Hurts as third. You know what? I might not either. So I might need to rethink this. But I do want to add Christian McCaffrey and Tyreek Hill in that top seven somewhere. And then Tua probably the seventh one. Yeah, I would say I would probably put them as like third and fourth. And then Jalen Hurts fifth. Or wait. Yeah, and then Tua sixth. I'm missing somebody then. No, that's six. Yeah, but I had seven. Oh, I don't know. I guess Brock Purdy would have to be in there somewhere. Uh, I guess. <laughs> Maybe he's a seventh. Behind Tua. That's Maybe. Six, six or seven, yeah. Yeah. I feel like between him and Tua, it's, I think I feel like they're in similar situations. They are. You know, in a way. Yeah. They're very similar. Similar stats and everything. <laughs> like, I feel like you could take them. I'm not saying, like I said, it's still not discrediting them, but you could take some average dudes put them in their spot. There'll be drop-off. Don't get me wrong. I feel like there'd be drop-off, but like it's not the same drop-off as if you took the, the skill guys away. Yeah. And I think, or, or. Yeah, because McCaffrey guy. is, is ahead of him. Right. So, and Tyreek Hill is ahead of Tua. So, yeah. So I feel like that's fair. Yeah, I do too. But it's, but I, I still think, yeah, Lamar Jackson has, Decent games. I mean, the thing is, like, they're playing the Ravens. I mean, they're playing the Dolphins this week. So, like, mm-hmm. that's going to be for him. That's huge mm-hmm. for seeding. Also, like, it's, it's that that game means something. Yeah, the last game that they have is against the Steelers. That game don't mean shit. <laughs> but how he performs against yeah. the Dolphins, I think, is going to that that game. If he shows out in that game, that could solidify the MVP for him. Oh man, here's Seth dropping in our chat. <laughs> I don't know if you have can see it, but say this on the pod. Say, say this on the pod. Where Joe Flacco's got two hundred in the first half, and he says, "Suck on that ding dong, Kenny." <laughs> uh, oh fuck, Joe Flacco, man. I had even oh man, I had that up and I wasn't even paying attention to the no, score. I was, I was watching when they were like fourteen fourteen nothing or whatever. And it is like it is kind of dumb if you think about it. Cause like he's thirteen for AT, two hundred and fifteen yards and two touchdowns right now. And yep. the second quarter isn't even over yet. Oh man, they are destroying them! Holy shit! So, this is the thing. Like Joe Flacco is, it's like Daddy's back. <laughs> Joe Flacco's in the kitchen right now. He is cooking it up. But somebody, somebody is gonna shut the lights off at some point. <laughs> it's gonna happen. You and the thing man. is, like, y'all, y'all know it's gonna happen at some point. But what if it don't? What would be the greatest no. comeback? Ever. I'm not with it, no. Mm-mm. 
David Njoku's got 128 yards on five catches. Yeah, I'm not. Who's got the touchdowns? Oh, there we go. Um, yeah, and Elijah on, Moore on on John that Ford, note, Cream Hunt. Okay. On that note, um, good podcast. <laughs> yeah, we'll wrap it up there, and um, we will see y'all all in the new years. We're looking forward to hanging out on uh, the. Uh, me, Kenny, and Seth will be hanging out, so we'll talk about what happens uh, next week. And uh, hope everybody has a safe one. And thanks for listening. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. Fucking Joe Flacco. Oh my god.